Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Sherry Clips. Tonight is a long overdue show. I'm having a special guest come back for the third time. His name is Mark Heathco, and he is the author of Call Sign Purple 3. Mark, welcome to the show tonight. Hi, Sherry, and everybody out there. I'm glad to be here. It's great. It's so nice to have you come back. It's, it seems like forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been a while. Okay, so why don't you tell our audience um, a little bit about Pulse, I'm sorry, Call Sign Purple 3. Call Sign Purple 3 is a book that I wrote a couple years back. Well, actually, 2013 I wrote it. Uh, it's about my, it's a memoir about uh, one of the patrols that I pulled up in the DMZ inside of South Korea. Um it's about the prep, rehearsal, and actual execution of the patrol. But that's just one of the 385 patrols that I had inside the DMZ. I spent 10 years up in the, on the DMZ, so I got a lot of uh, stuff that I can write about. But this is just one of them that I wrote, a particular patrol. And uh, that's what the book's about. That's great. Now, you were... You're an amazing person, I have to say, to be part of all this. And, you know, I, I definitely think people need to learn more about it. And writing this book, how how has this been for you to write such an amazing book? Uh, it's been it's been great for me. Um, I've been able to write the book. And since, since the last time I talked to you, I've reunited with some of the patrol members of that actual patrol that's in the book uh, about – Six of them, and uh, we've all talked on the Facebook and stuff, and and talk and collaborate. I even had one of my RTO, uh, my radio telephone operator, the the guy who worked the radio was my right hand man, right right behind me there. Uh, he flew out here to Kansas City where I'm at now, and uh, visit, we stayed for three days and we talked and had a good time. Yeah. So you were able. So you wrote this book before you even were able to meet back up with everyone. Or did somebody yeah. help you write the book? No, I wrote it all on my own, and I didn't have nobody help me. Uh, I, before I met any of my guys uh, afterwards, the book had already been written. I had to, I couldn't use their names in the book for legal reasons, but I had I changed the names to fake names and just went out and wrote the book. But when they read the book, they said, "Well, yeah, that was me. I know what I know what he's writing about." So, and uh, <laughs> they enjoyed they enjoyed it. That's great. They must be amazed that you wrote a book about this. And how do they feel about you writing a book about that? Uh, they uh, they were elated. They liked it as much as as much feedback as I got from them. Everybody that you know, they they were just awed by it. Okay, and I I, I really don't think that it was that big of a deal, but they they think it's a big deal. So. You know, I just go with the flow, and I, I wanted to write this. I wanted to get this book out. I wanted to write what we had done up on the Disney because it was something important in our lives here, and we were really young at the time. And uh, just to bring it back so that they remember what they did and where they've been and how we did it. Right. And I think there's a lot of people wondering about this, and really, you know, a lot of people's insight on 
the DMZ zone, but they they weren't part of it, you know, and they don't understand. I think this book is going to bring a lot of information to people wondering. Yeah, I hope that it, it, it enlightens uh, a lot of folks out there think that we, when, when, when DMZ vets go and they talk about what they did, everybody, even other vets, they said, well, you guys didn't do nothing. There was no combat over there or anything. And uh, they're wrong. There was combat. It was just a low-intensity type of combat. It, I mean, it wasn't an all-out war, but it was an actual, yeah, you could say it was a war, but it was low-intensity. Uh, it was kind of like hit and miss, hit and miss, hit and miss, you know. Uh, sometimes you go out and something would happen, or you'd go out other nights and nothing would happen. It just depended when the North Koreans wanted to harass you or have a firefight with you that night. Right. Now, do you think signs have changed that much since you were in this? Uh, we lost the DMZ. We gave the DMZ back to the Rock Army on October the 3rd, 1991. Uh I really don't. I lost contact with the DMZ from then on. That's because the Rock Army, the South Korean Army, has control of it. But from then to now, yeah, I think a lot's changed with what's going on with Trump and the stuff that's happening right now. But I don't myself, and I could be wrong, and I, you know, I'm first to admit it. I just don't trust the North Koreans because I've dealt with them for ten years up there, and they, they, they show you something up front, but they always got something behind their back. They don't do something without getting something in return. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if they can get that something in return without having to do what is required of them, then they'll do that. And them taking down the fence now and removing mines. They just, to me, it seems like they're just opening the door up for these guys, you know, cause they still have a large army. I mean, mm-hmm. they could, you know, they could take all their defenses down to South Korea and say, okay, hey, we're, my brothers, we're fine and dandy, and here they come across the border, you know. Right. Then, mm-hmm. then we're going to be involved with it. Everybody's going to be involved with it again, and it's going to happen all over again. So I hope that doesn't happen, though. I hope this is legit. Right. I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, and in the book, you know, this is a history of 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 you know what what from fifty three to ninety one, the book it tells you know a lot of what you know five point five million DMZ vets went through to up there on a DMZ mission. Of course, it was more rigorous and more what I was what I would say more open back in earlier dates than when I was there. It was more, you know, interesting than what it was when I was there, but it still never stopped. Hmm. I hope it enlightens. My really big this is that we can change, you know, I don't want to, maybe I'm reaching here, but with the, with this book, I hope we can change the, the history books. I hope that, you know, that these guys can get into the, you know, educational system and get into the history books that, and show that this was a a conflict. I don't know if you know it, but during this conflict, during the Korean 
conflict, or not the conflict, but the, the little uh, intensity war that we had going on over there. They, during Vietnam, we were shadowed by Vietnam over there, and they were pulling Vietnam vets from Vietnam to go serve in Korea to fight on the DMZ. A lot of folks don't know that. Yeah, I know. Wow. That's how bad it got in the late 60s. And and I give them guys in the 60s all the credit. They did a heck of a job, you know, to to sustain and keep the peace and to hold that line. But it never never dropped. the, The guys... The guys that followed after the 60s held the line, too. They kept the line. We, we held the line until we, we relinquished, relinquished it in uh, 91. Wow. Now, your book is being turned into a documentary. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, yeah. Uh, right now, I'm working with uh, Outpost Worldwide, with uh, an executive producer slash director. His name is Michael Winch, and he's based out of Kansas City. And we, uh, we're we putting our heads together to try and make a documentary with this, me, uh, Michael, and uh, Al Garcia. Uh, we're, we're, we're steadily pushing to get this documentary made. Uh, we've, we're in the developmental stage of it right now, we're in the we're seeking we're physically seeking sponsorship right now. We've got a physical sponsorship with a physical sponsor, but we also need sponsors to to get the funding together to make the documentary. Um, we are gonna try and get it out. We're gonna try and have this documentary ready to show or be done with it or start it or we wanna start it in uh Spring of 2019, and it'll be based. Oh, go ahead. No, it's okay. It'll be based off of my book, and uh, the name of the 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 name of the documentary is Call Sign Purple Three: Secrets from the DMZ. Mm -hmm. And uh, the guys that are in my, I'm gonna have. We're we're gonna travel. To Korea and uh, actually do the shooting of and the interviews of the interviewees over there up on the DMZ up by Freedom Bridge and along the river and wherever we can get north if we can get north by that time you know if they let us go north then we're going to try and get north and up, in, up into what used to be or what is still the DMZ and do some shooting and interviewing up there if not we'll just do it right there at Freedom Bridge and uh, right there along the the South Barrier Fence. Neat. Sounds so interesting. I, I can't wait for this to come flourish. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, how, how is your funding been? Are you guys getting what you need well, to do all of them? We're, 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 uh, we're pushing hard on it. Uh, we've got a possible four sponsors right now. Uh, but like I said, it's possible. We're waiting on a word back from them. Uh, but we're still looking for more. We're not stopping now. We're not stopping with just, you know, we're not throwing our hands up and say, okay, we got these four. We want, we want to get as many as we can get 
so that this thing is a, a great documentary. I want it to be, a, you know, one of a kind. My guys that were on the patrol in the actual book are going to be the interviewees in the documentary so that they can it, – it, it kind of collaborates with each other and, and, and it complements the book that they're in there, okay? So that's why mm-hmm. I, I was I was prudent to find them on the Internet, and I finally did, so – that's pretty cool. <laughs> thank thank yeah. goodness for social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to go over there and have a good time, I think. I'm, I'm going to take Al with me. He's going to be over there. He's going to be my right-hand man. We're going to we're gonna put this all together, and Michael's going to be, of course, with his team. I, I think I think we got a good uh, handle on what we need to do and, and what direction we need to go in, so. I think the planning part of it's done. Now it's just getting the physical sponsor. Uh, we got the physical sponsor, but getting more sponsors in uh, involved. Because we want to bring yeah. what I want to do with the documentary is that a lot of folks mm-hmm. read books, but a lot of more people are media related. Okay, and if I can, and Michael, what Michael wants to do is he wants to put it on a lot of media platforms. Okay, mm-hmm. Netflix, Amazon, uh, YouTube, and we want to get this out so that people get educated. That's our big goal right there is to get people educated and knowledgeable about what we did and that these DMZ vets get the recognition that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and I don't – me and I, we're not we're – not, we're not rich guys. We're 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 you know we're just average folks. We just want to do something good for people. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a way. I think this is a way to you know help. You know, five point five million DMZ vets is a lot of folks. Oh yeah. And I mean, sure is. Yeah, for them to be denied stuff and not being able to get the recognition, you know, and, and, you know, the book brings it out a little bit. It brings it out a lot. Okay. In the book, but I think the media the social media and all the different platforms that we can use that way are going to be a lot more effective. So I think we're, I think we're heading. Huh? I was just going to say, if there is anyone listening who could really help you, you know, how can someone get in touch with you? Well, like in uh, on my website, if you give them the link that I gave you, um, they there's a mm-hmm. there's a number there, and my web address is also on the on the uh, or my uh, DMZ uh, my email's on there. They can contact me through email or by the phone. It's on the it's on the website. Okay. Great. And, and you can, if uh, someone has wants to give you a donation or help sponsor you, is there? Are you working through any sort of organization or website that they can reach you to give you a donation? We are working on that right now to get a button up onto my website uh, that they can make donations through. We're working with a, a physical sponsor company named. Uh, uh, well, I'm trying to think now. I got a blank in my mind. <laughs> I, uh, I think you guys were using a GoFundMe account at one point, right? Yeah, I, I used that, but it was it was a no go. I couldn't get any kind of uh, 
return on it. Uh, okay. So we went to a physical sponsor company. Uh, Al found them. Uh, I can't think of the name. Something, uh, something essays. I can't think of the, the first name. Image. Hmm. It's image essays. Okay. And uh, uh, they're gonna. We're gonna set everything up so that if we get donations, if we can get donations in, what'll happen is the donations will come to me, but they'll automatically go to the to those folks. Okay, and uh, they'll pull all the money together, and then as as we need the money to start production and start paying for things, they'll they'll cut the money, and we'll get the money to the right folks. I won't. Our, my 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 LLC, call sign Purple Three, the LLC that I made, won't won't, won't we won't physically touch the money. It'll be uh, the the uh, physical sponsor company, Image Essays. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> um, who's doing the Who's doing the filming for your documentary? Uh, it's uh, Michael Winch. He's gonna okay. be the He's the producer and the director, oh. and he's also the guy that's gonna have the camera. He's gonna be doing interviews. Wow. Yeah, he's kind of the. That's great. He's an all-round kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> but he's well, good at what he does. That's what you need. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I, yeah that's what we need. I mean, he's good at what he does. I've seen his work. Uh, I've been to his studio, and it's it's 100%. Here in Kansas City, I walked into Hollywood when I walked into his studio. I mean, it was just, it's Hollywood. The, the green background where they do, they got a green screen, and all kinds of uh-huh. stuff. I mean, the whole lights, camera, action place is where, where I walked in at. Wow, awesome! <laughs> yeah, really, I mean, you don't really, really have uh, to go there. Really, yeah, it's really a a fantastic place. Oh, great! This is so exciting. It really is. <laughs> um, I'll bring I'll bring when you when um, can you say it one more time? I'm sorry. I said I'll be I'll be happy when it's over with, just to to oh. know that it's out and and to start seeing the on the web page on my website, you know the reactions of folks once once they've seen the documentary or seen it on TV. Right. You oh, know? definitely. Definitely. I hope it can get on like Netflix or something so everyone can see it. Yeah, he's got uh Michael has over uh around two hundred uh media, social media platforms that he deals with. So we're gonna put it out to a lot of folks. Wow, exciting. That's great. And that he, is that's he, really super. Yeah, he had even talked to me about uh you know, and I don't want to go too much in debt with it, but because we haven't really talked about it. But he had talked to me about talking with HBO and Showtime and trying to do something with them as far as a mini series or a mm-hmm. series or something. I just don't want to overstep my boundary right there. What I'm saying, but I mean, he had talked to me about that. Right. Well, it definitely seems like it would something like that would do very well on there, and like the History Channel or something. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's you got know. he's got he's got connections with A and E and stuff, and he was talking about you know like like some of these shows that are on TV now that the the military shows that they show like uh, uh, SEAL Team Six and stuff like that. There's some kind of a show like that that could play into effect. Talks to the right people and gets it. Uh, you know, they they bite on what we're trying to get it done. Uh, we could have a show on the TV. Right. When do you think all yeah. of this would be ready for viewing? That, uh, that that's enough. First, first, it's like Mike told me. Go, we got to do one brick in the wall at a time. And he goes, now we got to get the documentary done. He goes, then we got to get it distributed. He goes, we got to get people interested in it and looking at it. He goes, and then mm-hmm. he goes. The next step would be to try and get it on TV as a series or get it even, he said, even turned into a movie later down the road. So we're, we're looking at right. all those aspects. Yeah, we're looking at all those aspects, aspects of, <laughs> down the road. We're looking at all that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely think it's like a good time to have something like this and I don't think it could no. have been a better time than now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me and I were talking about that, you know, and uh, I, I, Al and me, uh, I said, you know, God has to open that window up for us. So, and I think he'll just open the window up for us at the right time. So. Right. Right. Now, Al said that you're going to pay for his trip to Hawaii after the documentary is done. Is that true? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, so he, he hit me up for that. I, he, he wants a white limo and he wants a white tux and, uh, yeah, with the top hat. <laughs> and I said, you, I said, I you're going to fly that. to Hawaii in a white tux and a top hat? And he goes, he goes, yep, I'm gonna do it. I said, okay. I said, well, it, yeah. If we get it done, I'm gonna get him his trip to Hawaii and his white limo. And I mean, it might be, be might be a little Volkswagen limo, but I want to get him. That's funny. Uh, well, you guys definitely deserve to go on a long, nice vacation after all of this. That's for sure. Oh yeah, he. We had talked about where. Well, the the what's going to be neat is about when we go to Korea and do the filming. Uh, it, it's going to be we're going to be over there for about eight days, seven to eight days, and uh, we're going to have some downtime. So we're going to be able to reunite and reminisce about stuff we did over there when we were there thirty years ago or thirty some odd years ago. And the times <laughs> have changed over there. I've been I went back a couple of years ago and it, it's changed so. People are going to, they're going to be a little bit shocked when they see what's going on over there. <laughs> now, do you do you plan on doing any more writing, or is this the only book you planned on writing? I've got another book out. Um, it's called Defcon Four, and it's already out right. and published. It's out and published. Uh, it's available everywhere on the internet. Uh, the best place probably to buy it would be of both books, Call Sign Purple Three and Defcon would probably be on Amazon. That'd probably be the the best place to get it. But it's available everywhere, or you can walk into any uh, 
bookstore and ask them for it. They should be able to pull it up on their computer and then print on demand. It'd probably take a couple days for it to get printed, but you could get it printed in a couple days. Right, right. Sorry, I didn't mean to say the only book. I actually remembered that, and I apologize. <laughs> I meant to oh, I'm okay. writing more. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, I'm still going to write more. I've got some more ideas in my head that I'm going to write. I'm working on one right now, uh, but uh, it's kind of fallen off. I've, I've, I've got my notes and stuff, so I can pick it up when I need to get back to it, but Right now, my main concern is getting Call Sign Purple 3, you know, with the AFI system because they're talking about doing uh, uh, book signing tours with, with these different posts and stuff and maybe overseas. And then we got the movie, hopefully this, this documentary that's going on, so we need to get it. You know, I, I, it's overshadowing what I want to do right now in this third book. So uh, mm-hmm. once I get through all this, then I'm going to get to work on the third book. That's great. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I get to have you back on again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm glad to come on and talk about it. I mean, it's no big deal. I mean, uh, the more I can talk about it and the more people that I can get, you know, uh, involved or recognize what we're trying to do, that, that's great. To me, that's great. You know, mm-hmm. uh, well, I, de- it's a- I definitely would. I definitely would like to have you come back on again. Um, the further you get with the documentary, and we can talk about that. I I think that would be a great follow up to this show. Oh yeah, yeah. That, I think that'd be great too. Yeah. Awesome. Now, where can people um, find your book now? The Call Sign Purple Three. Call Sign Purple 3 is available everywhere on the Internet and every bookstore that's out there. Uh, you, you, they're not going to carry it in the stores, though. You have to get it on print demand. You have to walk up there and give them the title, and then they'll order the book, and then in a couple days it will come to that bookstore, and you go back in and pick it up. Uh, or you can order it off the Internet, anywhere that they sell books on the Internet. Uh, the publishing company that I went through for Call Sign Purple 3 is lulu.com, uh, they have I have a, a spotlight page on there that talks about the book and stuff. Uh, they can go there and, and look at the book and see if they like it or not, or they can go to Amazon and read the reviews about the book. There's uh, I think there's like 26 or 27 reviews on there about it. Oh, excellent! And you also have a website people can go to. Yes. Which is yeah. The website is uh, www.callsignpurple3, all lowercase, dot com. Excellent. Well, thank you, Mark Heesco, for coming on and talking about your book and also talking about your documentary. This is really interesting and cannot wait for it to come out so we can actually see where you've been and hear about more about what you did. And, you know, I just want to give a big shout out to everyone who was part of this in in history and who are part of it now. I just want to give a big thank you from all of us. And thank you, Mark, for all your work and Al. Yeah, I appreciate what you've done and what you're doing, Sherry, for us. And I appreciate everybody out there that understands what we're trying to do.
I really appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate Al very much. Uh, he's my right hand guy right now, and and I wouldn't trade him for the world. I mean, you know, so Al Al's very much involved with this progress project, and uh, he's kind of the guy in the shadow. But I I want to bring him into light right now. So right, great guy. No, a great guy. Alfredo Garcia. So that is awesome. Well, thank you both so much. And I appreciate you coming on once again and hopefully have you on again in the future. I would love that and find out what else when this all gets pulled together. All right. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, thank you so much and have yourself a great night. And thank you to all of our listeners Hope you learned a little bit more about this book, uh, Call Sign Purple 3. Check it out. Um, Once again, that's www.callsignpurple3.com. You can go to that site and learn more. (laughs) Thank you all, and have a great night. Good night, Mark. Good night, and thank you, Sherry. You're welcome. Everyone have a wonderful night. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Have a great night, everyone. Thanks. Good night.